Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, connecting. There we go. And there we are with the most unanimous, one of the most unanimously liked and most successful people in the wrestling world. Coach Dave Bell, welcome. welcome. I, I, they're both debatable, but I'll, <laughs> I thank you. I'm more. I don't, I don't think they're too debatable, but you're a humble man, too. Thank so, you. Uh, so, so how's everything going? How's your family and everything during this time? Uh, family's, family's doing well. My wife's a nurse, so um, she works in a nursing home. Um, she tested. She tested negative. You know, that was a concern of hers. So, yeah. so far, so good. Um, good. You know, so far, we're all healthy and, you know, just like everybody else, trying to stay sane and, and occupied. That's right. That's right. It's not not easy. <laughs> no, no, it's not. And how about how about you and your family? Everyone's good, thank God. Safe and just taking it a day at a time, right? It's all you can do. It's 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 a, it's incredible because we're all, you know, <clears throat> when you when you think about you know the it's it's tragic and it's terrible and people are ill and people have, people have died. Um, but when you look, you know, if you're if you're looking for any kind of um, anything positive out of this and you think of how God works in mysterious ways, like everyone had to take a step back. Right. Um, you know, we're all on the same playing field. You know, I had a zoom meeting with our, with our team just at seven o'clock and, you know, the kids are trying to get their workouts in and, but everyone's pretty much, you know, had to, you know, had time to, to sit back, reflect, spend time with their families. So, you know, there's at least, you know, something positive is coming out of it. Yeah, there's always some silver lining, right? Yeah, so that's that is that is a good thing. All right, so a couple of things I was thinking about asking you: what are so, what would you say some of the main your main philosophies for the team and building a dynasty? <clears throat> Excuse me. So you know, I when I took over the program, and I've told the story a number of times. You know, I never. It was never my intention to go and coach at a, one of the non-publics and, you know, one, and like, I was always a fan of St. Joe's and Burton Catholic and, you know, serious some circumstances sent, you know, led me to Burton Catholic and, you know, and at being a fan of wrestling, 
there was um, St. Edward's. And, um, you know, I always felt that, you know, there's what separated Burton Catholic from being like a St. Edward's. And, you know, it's, and if you talk to some of my early athletes, like Brian Nunziato, I would tell him, you know, one day we're going to be like St. Ed's. And he, you know, he, he was, he would just agree, shake his head. Um, he'll tell you now that he thought that I was crazy, but you know, it's, it's having that, I think whenever you, whenever you kind of in, insert yourself fully and you're all in and, and you don't waver in your, in your, <clears throat> in your vision, um, you know, I think that's important creating a culture, uh, for years, you know, we, we were one of the first teams that wrestled Blair back in, I think Brian was a sophomore. So we're, we're talking in the early two thousands and, uh, you know, we won a few matches. Uh, coach Buxton was kind. He put some other guys in Brian, you know, Brian Nunziato actually had a really big win against a really good guy. Um, could we compete with them? No, we really couldn't compete with them up and down the lineup. Um, but it was, you know, you can't get to that next level um, unless you know what it's like to wrestle that level. Right. You, know, you don't know what what a, <clears throat> what a Blair team is like or St. Ed's or um, you know, any of the schools that those nationally recognized schools until you step on the mat. And then one of two things happen. You know, you you learn just or you find out where you're at and how hard you have to work. And, you know, and if you've been working hard, sometimes you realize that, well, you know, we're really not that far off. And, you know, that's, you know, and that, and that gives that confidence and builds that culture. Because in the beginning, not everyone wanted to wrestle those teams. And, you know, you hear coaches talk about it. And you know, if you have half a team that can compete at that level, I mean, we had, we had talented wrestlers, but maybe not, you know, national on a national level like like Blair had at that time um so you know is it fair to the whole team and um you know I in in retrospect and you know I would still hold to it I think that it was because I think that at the end of the day um you know 10 years down the road now you know when these when these student athletes have graduated they can say, yeah, we wrestled, we wrestled the best. And, um, you know, it, it will mean something to them. You know, we're at the time it was, what are we doing? Maybe what are we doing this for, or are we that good? But, you know, it's, you know, we wrestled the best and we never, you know, we never backed down. So. Absolutely. And a lot of your guys, even in the room, the wrestle offs, they're going up against the best guys who could be state qualifiers, state place winners, on a daily basis it's you know one of the things and that's another thing like you know we um you know always always chasing the better teams and um you know and i'm I'm not going to give myself credit i'm not going to say i'm any kind of a super coach but i think the difference was you know when you had those partners you know if you had you know there was a time we had five or six good partners and you know then the other team I mean, or the rest of the team had decent partners, but as the room got better and as it got deeper and everyone had to compete on a daily basis in practice, you know, that just, that just changed the dynamic. And, you know, and yeah. you, you look at that, 
put that equation out to any of the top schools in, in the nation, you know, the Wyoming Sims and the Blairs and the Montinis, and you say, um, when you have to compete with the best kids <clears throat> in the country that are also on your team, right. you know, it's, it, it makes a big difference. You know, that, that was, the, I think that was the game changer for us when, you know, first Johnny Sebastian came and then, um, you know, then Nick Soriano and Joe Grello and Kevin Mulligan. And, um, you know, once, once we had that momentum, you know, that was, you know, that turned us around. Yeah. And how do you keep the kids motivated when they're, when they have a workout partner or someone in their weight who can beat them, maybe they're the backup this year. They know they could be someplace else and starting. How do you keep their, their minds in the right place? You know, let's stay here. Let's see it all the way through. This is your, you know, great chance of success. How do you, do you that? know, that's, that's a difficult thing. And, you know, especially in our sport, <clears throat> if it's, you know, in some of the other sports in football, you know, you can get basketball, you can substitute kids in and out. You can get playing time. In wrestling, there's that one spot, <clears throat> and it takes a lot um, for 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 someone to come to a Bergen Catholic or Del Barton and say, "I may not start, um, but at the same time, um, you know, I'm here." Let me just. I always i I think the philosophy is, and the underlying philosophy is, you know, do I is it more important for me to start or do I want to become a better wrestler and do I want to be challenged every day? And, you know, and, and I think you have to bring it down to, you know, what it's all about. It's about challenging yourself, getting better and earning a spot rather than, well, you know, I, I don't want to sit a year or I don't, I want to miss. So I'm going to go here where I can start. Um, and I'm not saying that's a wrong choice, but I think the ideal choice is to go where you have your best opportunity to get better. And, you know, school-wise, culture-wise, everything is, you know, is the best for you. And it, it, it may be Bergen Catholic, it may not be Bergen Catholic, but I think that's the way you have to approach it. Um, <clears throat> a story I tell all the time um, in college uh, the wrestling coach that I had at Slippery Rock State College, Fred Powell. He was still to this day like the greatest technician in, in terms of motivational and he, he just an amazing man. And uh, he wrestled for Granby High School under Billy Martin back in the 60s. And his teammate was Gray Simons. And do you know Gray Simons? No. Gray Simons... Uh, Gray Simons, if you look at like wrestling history, he was considered one of the, the greatest lightweights of all time. He was a yeah. three-time NCAA champion for Lock Haven. Um, you couldn't wrestle as a freshman, and that was um, freshman couldn't wrestle varsity. And Fred Powell was, you know, in high school, they were separated by a weight class, but going into college, they were going to be the same weight. And that was 115. And, uh, you know, Gray Simons went to Lockhaven and Fred Powell followed him to Lockhaven. And they said, well, you know, you can't be Gray. Why are you going there? And he said, well, that's my best partner. And uh, he was behind Gray Simons for a couple of years. And then once Gray Simon graduated, he became a national champ. So, you know, I think, you know, that's been a big influence, that kind of attitude. And, 
You know, yeah. Coming into these, you have to, you have to believe you're going to have a spot. You have to believe that you're going to earn a spot. If you're not, um, you know, how are you, how will you go out and win a state championship if you don't think you can win a spot on your team? So, you know, it's, it's, it's all mindset. <laughs> and, Absolutely. And this year we had some, you know, we had a lot of guys commit to come to us who um, are very talented, who could have started on other teams. Um, you know, next year, you know, we from like 120 up until what, 145, 152, we graduate everyone. But we have a bunch of freshmen that were there and some coming in that, you know, they'll be ready to step in. And, you know, and they've worked out with those guys. And, you know, fortunately, we've been some tournaments where you could enter multiple guys. Um, you know, so talking about keeping interest, like we try to get guys in as much as we can. You know, I'd rather go um, quality and training as opposed to, you know, um, quantity and, you know, and, and uh, so, you know, our guys have that philosophy. They'll sit matches. Other guys will wrestle. And you know, it, it's been working for us. Absolutely. And like you said, that's an important point. The goal dictates the behavior. And I know a lot of people that come to Bergen Catholic, their goal is to wrestle in college. Well, college, now you're dealing with everyone's good. So where are you going to make yourself the best wrestler? Of course, it's not just about wrestling. It's, it's the faith. It's the school. It's the situation. It's, it's everything. But just yes. if you're, we're just keying in on wrestling, if you're trying to be the best wrestler possible, you might need to, you know, join the pack of the, the pack of lions as opposed to being the lead among wolves. <laughs> yes, I think that very much so. And, but getting back to, you know, like, I know we're keying in on wrestling, but when, when a prospective student athlete will visit the school, you know, the other thing is, I, I will tell them, if you're just coming here for one aspect, if, you just, if you're coming here just to wrestle, um, you know, you may be disappointed because you may not, you really have to buy in and love, like, the culture of the school. And, you know, it's, I think all that lends to, you know, it, it just, it's, um, again, I hate to keep using the word cultural thing, but it's it's the culture of the school, and you know you need to enjoy and be comfortable, and I think that that helps you. If you're miserable with everything else, and wrestling is you know your main impetus for being there, and if you you know and if you should not get a spot, you know chances are you're not going to want to stay. But if you love the school and you know and you have a, a good camaraderie with your team. Um, you know, you're willing to put the time in and there hasn't ever been um, anyone that's really, that has really put the time in and that has really had that desire that, that hasn't gotten their spot. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I know we, we keep saying the word culture, but what are some of the things that really makes Bergen Catholic's culture special? Because we see a lot of championship teams in different sports. So you start to say, they're doing something, they're probably doing something similar. There's probably similar values and virtues that are being preached by these culture, by the teachers, by the coaches, by the administration. You know, again, I'm biased because, you know, I've, I've been at the school for a long time, but in terms of 
um, you know, people perceive us just to be an athletic school. You know, that's, yes. that's where our focus is. And, but, you know, we honor our athletes and, you know, we revere, we revere our athletes, but athletes and to, you know, everyone is treated the same. And they talk about the brotherhood and it's, unless you've experienced it, it's a difficult thing to really, um, you know, to really voice, you know, find the words to voice, but these kids are, you know, the whole school is very supportive um, of one another. Um, everyone seen, everyone has a spot, everyone has a niche and um, there's just a, there's a good energy, a good positive energy. You know, it's the, I think, you know, we've had a lot of teachers there for a long time. You know, we've gone through different administrators, but you know, it's, it's the students that make the school and they live off that tradition year to year. They're proud of their school. They're proud of their teams. They're proud of their academics. They're proud of the colleges they're going to. Um, so I really think that, uh, you know, it's, it's just a good environment, you know, and I, and I, and again, I, and I tell people when, you know, they're looking and, and I think it's wise to look at all of your options. You know, it's, it's really where you feel best, where you feel most comfortable. Um, and you know, I'm not trying to sell this school, but of course I'm biased. I, of course. So I think the kids, okay. you know, last two years ago, we had, um, hey, Frankie, two years ago, <laughs> we had uh, um, Coach Hughes come from Lehigh. And yeah. he was, you know, he was watching a practice, he was watching a workout. And yes, I do. And uh, he <laughs> said, um, you know, at the end, I said, so coach, what'd you think? You know, they... Um, they work hard enough. Do you think they, they, they work well? And he said, you know, it's not, he said, what I, what I saw in the room was, you know, they worked hard and, you know, they're high school kids, but what impressed me most is that they love being here and they really care about each other and they had fun. And, you know, that was one of the best compliments I think I've ever had. It was, you know, these kids actually, you know, there's an environment that they enjoy. And, you know, I, I think of myself, um, <clears throat> I think of myself as being more a facilitator, you know, in terms of, I, you know, the, uh, what's important for me is to, you know, every kid is different, you know, and, um, you know, Gary Mayhab, are you familiar with Gary Mayhab? He, um, he's now with USA, coached in Missouri, um, with doing Greco. You know, he said, um, you know, he, he had a great quote, um, always fair, never equal. You know, everyone gets treated fairly, um, but treatment isn't always equal. You know, and he's, it's people put different time into you know into their training um and you know and not everyone you know every kid and even even in college you know that visit speaking with with coach Hughes, you know every kid is different and you know one kid might be you know like a nick soriano um you know nick is i don't think there's anyone that trains as, as hard as nick i mean there we have a lot of kids that train hard but nick you know you kind of had to hold them back and you know, if we didn't have a match on Saturday and we'd have a practice and we would coach, you know, do you think, 
you know, what do you think? Should I get a lift in? Should I take the day? And you know, a kid like that, it's like, you know, you know, you take rest, you know, you, you know, you've, there's no question about your commitment and what you're doing. And, um, you know, you have to, and the other part of it is I feel like, you know, there's, there's kids that you really coach. Um, and then there's kids, you know, there are athletes that you manage. And when I say manage, um, you know, coming from, especially from a mindset standpoint, you know, and the athletes that we're getting, um, they're, um, you know, they've, they've already experienced a lot of success. You know, there's a lot of expectations, um, you know, and it's a lot of pressure. And sometimes they're not always, you know, as much as they're not always in love with wrestling. As much as, you know, they do it because it's their identity. Um, it's, I think their love for wrestling is kind of diminished by the demands and the pressure that are put on them. They just, it's almost, it's not easy for them just to go out and compete and do what they love. There's mm -hmm. always, you know, there, there's always something, criticism or Correct. people are watching them closely. So it's, you know, when you have an athlete like that, it's not always so much of, you know, you know they're talented, but you have to keep them, you know, you have to find a way to keep them positive, to keep them motivated, you know, to see it through and to get the best out of themselves and, you know, and as much enjoyment out of the sport as, as they can get. Yeah, that makes sense. And how would, and I know you've dealt with a lot of wrestlers over the year, dealing with a lot of parents. What would be some good tips for parents on how to make the athlete's life better, facilitate their success, and also for the coach, to help the coach do the coach's job, right? Everyone has a role. Parents parent, coaches coach, athletes compete, and there shouldn't be any overlap in between. So, well, yeah. I, I think that one of the things, and, and, and it's not so much um, through any fault, uh, not, I shouldn't say any fault. It's not intentional, but like negative programming. Like you can, you know, you could feel you're saying the right things, you know, and not even being like, like not, e not even being like negative reinforcement. You feel that you're, you know, you feel that you're saying the right thing, but it can have, you know, it can have just the opposite effect. Um, some years back we had a wrestler who had, you know, he was having a great deal of difficulty. He, he was having a lot of difficulty making, um, I believe the weight class was 112 at the time. And, uh, you know, and everything was revolving on his season and feeling that if he was going to win a state championship, um, he, he had to be at 112. And, you know, I remember his, his dad, you know, we had a, we had a conference with him and his dad and myself. And his dad said, so what? You know, go 119. If you're not a state champion, it's not a big deal. And, you know, and he, and he meant that from his heart. Like, you know, I'm still yeah. going to support you. But that's not what, you know, that's not what the wrestler wanted to hear at that time. So, you know, it was good intent, but, you know, not well-timed. Um, at the end of, uh, well, it turned out well because that wrestler did go 19 and he won a state championship. Um, 
so, you know, there's two lessons in there. One, you know, you just have to be, you have to be supportive Two, that you can't, you can't have doubts. You can't, you know, that's picking weight classes and thinking. And, th and I think a lot of parents think that as well. well. If I can get my son or daughter now to this weight, you know, that's a better path. And there's no better path because every year someone comes out from, someone comes from nowhere. And, uh, you know, and, and what are you telling your child if you're telling them that they can't compete in this weight? You're telling them that they're not good enough to win that weight. So, you know, by saying that, um, you know, you're saying, well, you could be a state champ, but not at that weight. So, you know, am I that count? that talented or you know is it just you know am i only as good as you know is it am i better wrestling lesser competition or perceived lesser competition so you know you then i think you're putting ceilings on people um dave crowell do you know do you know coach crowell from nazareth yeah um i was trying to uh I, I did a clinic with him and God, he, you know, he just, he was so experienced, such a good speaker, put me to shame. Um, but he was telling, and it was, it was a coach's clinic speaking about programs and program building. And they asked him, you know, like he said, you know what I tell my athletes? And, um, you know, we looked at him and it wasn't like, Hey, you did a great, he, well, <clears throat> I, I messed up there. He would tell his parents what to say to their athletes. You know, you would think coming off the mat and saying, oh, you wrestle great tonight. Um, you know, that kind of quantifies how you wrestled. It's like judging your performance. He told parents, just tell your kids that I, I loved watching you wrestle tonight. I love watching you do what makes you happy. So you're not, there's no judgment and you know, there's like, did I wrestle good tonight? Maybe I didn't wrestle good so, so good tonight. You know, if I lost, I don't feel I wrestled well. It's like, no, you know, you went out there and, I lo you know, it, it gave me great pleasure. I loved watching you compete. And, you know, I think that's, you know, I think that was incredible advice. You know, and I try to do that as much as I can in terms of like sharing that with parents, but, you know, you're that's great that's great that's that's important and because like you said it's not based on the win or the loss they're not going to insult the kid by the kid didn't think he wrestled well but no but you're my champion it's like no no i love to watch you wrestle yeah you know it's 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 just it's it's not neutral it's and it's 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 you know it's not judgmental but it's very positive you know and everyone you know, when at the end of the day you know, I think everyone, no matter what age, whether you're, you know, in your 30s, 40s, 50s, you know, you want the approval of your parents. Of course. So, if you know, if your parents are there and they support you unconditionally, um, you know, what, you know, I think that's the best thing you can do. Um, Larry Atsuka, I don't know if you know, if you remember Larry. No. Larry wrestled for me in the 2000s. So Larry's father, um, Larry Sr., was very good. He took third in the state in New Jersey. Um, 
and uh, he went on, he wrestled at the University of Massachusetts, I believe it was University of Massachusetts, and he read. Sure. Um, Larry, when Larry came to Bergen Catholic, um, Larry came to play basketball. And uh, he and I spoke for, I met him, I was excited to meet him because, you know, Larry, Larry Sr. Was, was, a, was an early idol. And I met Larry and uh, his father called me, said, I don't know what you said to him, but he wants to wrestle. So, you know, of all the wrestling parents that I've ever had, like Larry was probably the most accomplished. And um, the way he, you know, the way he dealt with Larry was he said, look, I'm here for a resource. You know, I'm not going to critique you. I'm not going to be hard on you. The only thing that I ask is that you work hard, you, you give your best, and you respect the sport. And if you need me, I'm here. And, you know, that's how they spent. And Larry didn't wrestle. He may have wrestled like one year in junior high. Um, didn't like it much, played basketball. But, you know, Larry was a state qualifier. He was one round away from placing. But he, he loved the sport, still loves the sport. Um, went to Brown, wrestled for four years at Brown. You know, but his dad, who, you know, who was very knowledgeable, just sat back and said, you know, when you're here, when you need me, I'm here. And he, you know, when he, he would go to him and say, what do you think, my conditioning? Well, I think you need more cardio. But great relationship, you know, where he, you know, and I think that's the other part of it as well. Um, if you, you know, if those early pressures that are, that are, you know, or expectations that are put on some of these athletes, um, you know, it really dampens their enthusiasm for the sport. And by the time they get to college, it's, it's very difficult for them to continue. And after that, sometimes they walk away from the sport. You know, they don't have the best memories. But, you know, you want to make it so that, <clears throat> you know, like Larry being a perfect example. Like, he, he, he still loves sport. He'll always love the sport. And, um, you know, so it's, you know, that, that's, I think that's a, that's a big part of parental too. Like, not to. And no one likes no one likes to lose, you know. No one wants to walk off the mat and be criticized for losing a match. And sometimes, you know, the lack the sometimes if there's if performance isn't up to par, um, what it should be. It's a lot of it is because there's a fear of losing, and the fear of losing is the fear of disappointing. Yeah. So you know they. You know, it's like, I don't want to go out on that mat and lose. I don't want to face, you know, and, and not that it's going to be, you know, not that it's always going, it's going to result in some kind of real negative confrontation, but it's like, I, I'm letting, you know, I'm, I'm letting my, my, my parents down. I'm letting my coaches down. So, you know, I think, you know, you have to, you have to understand that, that no one wants to lose and, you know, the more pressure you put on them to win, um, the more difficult it becomes to reach their full potential. So you have to motivate them in a positive way to be the best that they can be. And, you know, and whatever that best is, is, you know, for some it might be a national champ, for some it might be a district champ. 
but you know ultimately if they walk away and they're satisfied and they can feel good about their career it's a success yeah that's big and the parents just recognizing that the kid doesn't have to be someone else they don't have to have someone else's level of success or go just right down you know down the same road as someone else i think about a lot of times at bergen catholic you see on signing day everyone's going like so many athletes going division one and then you you don't want to get in your head as a kid i have to go division one so i look good in front of my friends that might not be the best fit for me sure so no, I just think about that because there's, there's always that pressure when you're at a highly successful school, many great athletes, you want to make sure the kid knows, no, you have to do what's best for you. And, and yes. you know, which isn't, which isn't easy. No, and it, it's, it's just like choosing your high school. You know, it has right. to be the best fit for you. Um, you know, speaking to some of the coaches, um, like the coach from, um, Oh God, let me, it'll, it'll come to me in a second. Uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Um, Coach Honaker, I'm trying to think where he, he, the schools in New England, it's one of the, it's one of the best private schools, liberal arts schools, Williams, coach from Williams. Um, you know, he's, he's always looking for that. You know, it's, it's such a great school <clears throat> and, you know, it's not an Ivy League school, but if you're, you know, if you're into academia, you know, you you're aware of just, you know, how how good of a school it is, and he's always looking for that athlete that's right on the fringe of going Division One or Ivy, that he can steal and go to Davidson, and you know, get that education. Um, yeah. So you know, there's there's options out there for a great education. NYU, you know, we've had a bunch of kids go to NYU and be very successful. Um, you know, as wrestlers and coming out and, you know, and it's, you're right. You have to realize, you know, you have to make the best choice for your future. And, you know, sometimes that isn't always going to division one round. Yeah, that's uh, true. I, I hope all the wrestlers are really taking to heart all these, all these things here, because there's a lot of great gold nuggets of information that if they apply that, that's really going to help them. And parents too, because the, the parents need it, the athletes need it, the coaches need we all need it, right? It's um athlete, coaches, parents. Once you the more you get people on the same page, that's how you build a dynasty and that's how people are happy. Because I'm sure you know, you've seen times where there might have been the success, but maybe people weren't as happy. And then there were other times where there was the success and it was enjoyable. And how much better how much sweeter is that? It's yes, you know, and, and a lot of times, a lot of our greatest, what I consider some of the greatest successes since I've been a coach, you know, hasn't been the wrestlers at the top of the podium. Um, and, you know, and those, those successes, uh, you know, talking about uh, like a young man, we had um, Evan Quinn a few years ago, and uh, he started for us as a sophomore, as a junior, and he lost a spot as a senior and you know it, it's when you're a 16 17 year old kid that's very difficult to process and uh you know people were saying well you know why would you stay there you're not going to wrestle varsity um you should transfer and he said no this is my school and you know this is my team and uh he stayed on and he you know he worked out with the team the whole 
trained with the team the whole year. We got every opportunity to have him wrestle. He wrestled. And, you know, as a coach, you know, there's, you know, there are people out there, you know, and, and I don't mean to be negative that will say, like, why would you go to Bergen Catholic? You know, they're going to recruit over you. They, you know, they're notorious for that. Um, you know, and we all took it to heart. It hurt because Evan's a great kid. And uh, he saw it through. And, you know, he was, you know, by the end of the year, like he was, the team rallied around him. And he was, you know, he, he was, I, I looked at him as a hero. And he still loves the school. He comes back and he still visits all the time. And we speak and it's, I couldn't be more proud. I couldn't be more proud of him than winning a state championship or winning a national championship. Um, Tommy Casper, you know, another kid who came in who was, um, he was talented when he came in. He was behind another wrestler. And then he started wrestling. You know, he's, he got a shot at varsity. And uh, senior year, like, I made him a captain. You know, you think he can handle this, the other coaches. And he wasn't vocal, but he was everything that Tommy did, he did to the fullest of his ability, you know, with integrity. And uh, he ended up like being like the driving force of the team, like the heart and soul of the team. <clears throat> and he wrestled in the state tournament and he wrestled a wrestler from Del Barton. And it was a great match and it went right to the ride out. And Tommy couldn't get out from the bottom. He couldn't escape. And the Del Barton wrestler, um, he, he had a, just before like the last, like the sudden victory ride out at the end, you know, he had an ankle injury. So Brian and Giotto and I were in the corner and we were saying, we knew that he should have got, we said, he should go down. He's going to get out. You know, this kid is, you know, he's a bit injured. He can't push off his foot. And this is, a, you know, he can, he can get out. Or I'm sorry, we, we thought he should take top. Because, because he wanted yeah. that, Right. Because we, we felt he couldn't get out. And we felt that now with an ankle injury, you know, he's, you know, he's a little banged up. We can ride him. And Tommy came over and he said, I'm getting out. And, you know, Brian and I looked at each other and he said, it was such great conviction. No, I'm getting out. And we said, all right, you know, he, against our better judgment, we said, you know, you're a senior, your choice, you go down. And he, he didn't get out. He lost, um, you know, after the match, uh, went over to him and he was, he was in tears and it wasn't about not placing. He said, you know, my, my biggest regret is I'll never get to wear this uniform again. And, you know, that kind of, you know, that kind of commitment to the program and to the school and, you know, that's a champion. And we lose sight of, you know, what a champion is. You know, a champion is always the guy that gets his hand raised. That's you know, absolutely there's a, right. There's a lot of things that go into being a champion. That's right. We're always, we're always saying it, and all the great coaches are saying it, that we're really just using the sport as a vehicle to build virtue right? And lessons for life. So it's, it's the, yeah, of course, everyone's trying to be successful, but it's the relationships. I could definitely attest to that brotherhood that you spoke about at Bergen Catholic. I know everyone that's, that's a lot of, most people that I see that are there, they're, they're very happy to come back and then give back. They have that cohesiveness. 
they love being crusaders. It's who they are at the, the school. And it's, I know it's a big part. I know you're a humble man, you won't say it, but you have a lot to do with that. And Thank everyone you. I know that watches knows that too. And everything you've done and all the hard work you put in and dealing with a lot of egos over the years. It's just, you know, being the man, the glue that holds it all together. It's, um, it's a great thing. It's a testament to you and the coaching staff and the school, the administrators, everyone. Yeah, so. I've, been very, I've been very fortunate. I've had, you know, I've, I've had great kids and great alumni and, you know, and just, and support. So, you know, it's, it, it's a group effort. It's not, you know, not any one person. That's it. We, we is greater than me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but make, make no mistake, you're a big reason for the success. So coach, thank you for all you do for Bergen Catholic and also for the sport. Like I said, anyone who I talk to, every, everyone's a big Dave Bell fan. That's one of those unanimous things that, that you see. And um, it's really easy to see why. But thank you, coach. We could talk all night. I'd love to do it again. Thank you very much. Appreciate Ian, it. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be on. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.